Welcome to Life Quest Liberty, live in-depth conversations with today's top writers, editors, and spiritual leaders concerning religious freedom around the world. On today's broadcast, we'll examine local and international factors that may be impacting your right to worship and obey God as your conscience dictates. I'm your Life Quest Liberty host, Charles Mills. I don't know if Hollywood is fully aware of what it's doing. With the release of the movie Hacksaw Ridge, it is tossing two thumbs up for the concept of religious liberty, at least in the military. Desmond Doss, a simple man from Virginia, answered the call of duty during our last global conflict and took his conscience to war. Here to talk about Doss and his beliefs is Lincoln Steed, editor of Liberty Magazine. Lincoln, what are your thoughts today? Probably too many to fit 15 minutes, but let's define, <laughs> let's keep it in the track for the, you go. the issue at hand, yes. which is a big one. Someone remarked recently, the outgoing president has presided over eight continuous years of war for the United States. Yes, yes. Most people haven't realized that, that it's the longest wartime period in the U.S. history. Hmm. So uh, how our soldiers comport themselves in battle is not an abstraction. And how people of conscience relate to that, again, is very important. And I don't think you could find a better example of one man's bravery and his conscience position and, and, and the personal cost that went with it than what is in this film, Hacksaw Ridge, and the story of Desmond Doss. I think the book about him was called The Unlikeliest Hero. Right, right. You know, as I study into the life of Doss, I am surprised at two things. One, this man did not go about to be a great person. And in my conversations with him, he doesn't even consider himself a great person. He simply says he was doing his job. That's pretty amazing. Should we as Christians look upon our religious liberty fight as something that's just our job, and we should not think of ourselves as heroes if we stand for what we believe? Well, the quick answer is yes. I mean, that's hard to do. We're all... Uh little bundles of ego <laughs> self-absorption. But the greatest heroes through time, yes, they looked beyond themselves. They saw a bigger moral issue. And I don't think it's so much a matter of saying that I'm not going to have self-interest. We all do. But we need to be so committed to the larger issues that we'll do anything to maintain. And that's what Doss was. I don't really get anywhere that he was suicidal, no. that he was foolhardy, no. that he didn't care for his life. But he cared for the lives of those wounded soldiers in Okinawa under fire. And his commitment to doing what he could for his fellow men, even without sidearms or without any weaponry, you know, that was preeminent. I mean, I've got to say, by my study of war, even though it sounds foolhardy for a medic, as Desmond Doss was, to head off into battle with no arms, most people's survival in those situations doesn't really narrowly depend whether they have a weapon or not. Mm -hmm. The lead's flying right, left, and center, and when a sniper or someone gets a beat on you, it's probably not going to make much difference whether you're able to shoot back or not. You know, the veterans I've talked to, the people who have been in war, will agree with you 100%. They got through it not because they were protected, not because they were good soldiers, but because they were, by and large, lucky. Right. And people do so-called sensible things to protect themselves. Sure, and and sure. according to his fellow soldiers, he was not sensible. <laughs> but according to you and me, and, and knowing what he believed about the Sabbath, his holy day that is biblical, Seventh-day Adventists promote that because we promote the law of God. According to that, he had a commitment to his Lord, and he took the commandments literally, thou shalt not kill. 
he also uh, didn't want to be a soldier who was killing other soldiers, but he wanted to, and this is something that people forget, he wanted to support his country. Yes, yes. And his countrymen were dying, so he was willing to do anything, including risking his own life to do that. You know, as we go through life, we don't like the idea of being lucky. I'm reminded of something I've heard. It says, the more prepared I am, the luckier I am. So it seems to me that God is in the business of preparing us. He is in the business of making sure that we know how to keep ourselves safe. And so the more we follow God's command, the safer we are. Would I be safe in saying that? Absolutely. Yeah. So when we look upon life, when we look upon our religious liberties, when we look upon our rights as citizens, it seems that the story of Desmond Doss and what you were saying on this program, you're telling us that the more prepared we are, the more we know, the more we've looked into history, the more we've studied, the more we know what to say and how to act, the more unscathed we'll be as we run through this. How do we best do that? How do we prepare for what's to come in this life? Those that watch the movie will know how Desmond prepared. It was, he was in a, a home with high moral values. He was, uh, spiritual values were inculcated to him from an early stage. I saw part of the movie the other day, and they mix in his life experiences where he, he felt culpable. He almost killed his brother, I think it was. Yes, yes. And then uh, felt the rush of fulfillment when he helped save a young man in town that was hurt. These are complex things, but whenever you're talking uh, personal commitment and morality and so on, usually there's a background of preparation. And I think a religious faith is a very good way to gain moral fiber, if you like. Yes. I believe as a Seventh-day Adventist that a true biblical, biblically-oriented life is a good fitment for any brave act when you stick with those principles. Now, as a subset of that, and of course, in the secular world also, it's a concept. Religious liberty is worth fighting for. But he, he wasn't fighting for an abstraction, defending an abstraction. He was defending his country, and he was saving his fellow man. And I think that's why Mel Gibson filmed this and why others are finding this so inspiring. And perhaps there's a few that just like violent war movies, and, and that group yes. <laughs> will at least discover that there was more to it than blood and gore. Yes. What can we take home? Give us the parallels here between the fight for uh, democracy, which, of course, Desmond Doss was involved with, and the fight for religious freedom. Are there parallels? Are, what, what part of Desmond Doss should we be as we go about our daily lives, standing for what we know to be right in conscience in our own lives at work and at home? From what I understand of his story, he was drafted, certainly at a time when young men were being called up as a whole generational thing. It wasn't just an isolated one like now, if you guys would join the army. Uh, it was expected. But he, right up front, made a determination that he wouldn't go along with the, uh, the, the easy way. And you have to really decide that. He didn't drink alcohol or smoke or uh, indulge in some of the, the carousing that still characterizes the military. Again, that takes moral commitment. And like so often... The moment of truth, yes, came on Hacksaw Ridge in Okinawa when he, uh, on one day, saved 75 casualties mm -hmm. in the open air when he was under heavy enemy fire. Amazing. Eventually he was shot, but not obviously fatally. But the one day just revealed what he'd been a lifetime preparing for. Oh, very good. Very good. And on religious liberty, same thing. 
Everyone believes in it, and few are called to put their lives on the line for it, but everybody should be preparing and living their lives so that when and if a direct crunch comes, they're ready to answer and, and, and speak up, stand out, and so on. That's what Liberty Magazine is all about. That's why I enjoy reading it. It is that preparation. It is that mindset. That It is preparing me and all the readers and anyone who takes time to, to enjoy the magazine. It prepares our minds for what's to come or what is here. There are parts of this country where religious liberty is very much under fire, where Hacksaw Ridge religious liberty style is happening. And Liberty Magazine and what you put in that magazine is helping us understand what's happening and how we can respond. That must make you feel pretty good to be involved with that, Lincoln Steed. It's a privilege to be editing this magazine and associated with such a great principle that is God-given, a state guaranteed that it's God-given. Ultimately, it's it's a higher value. It's, It's part of what distinguishes us from just mere creatures. Who was it said, you know, massive men live lives of quiet desperation. You don't want to live quietly desperate. You want to have goal, an aim, a a sense of values that differentiate yourself. And religious liberty facilitates that, I think. You know, Lincoln, you had me do an article recently on this topic, on the topic of Desmond Doss and and conscientious objection in the military. And I talked to uh, a chaplain And he said something very important. He says that when the military considers a young person's request for conscientious objection, it is not good enough for that person to say, well, my church doesn't believe in this, so I'm not going to believe in it. No, they want to know that this is in his or her heart, that this is coming from their own life, from their own mind, from their own convictions. I think it's important that we don't hide behind a church or a belief system, but if we're going to find any shelter at all, it has to be behind our own belief systems and our own hearts. I think that's an important point that he made there. And it's more important than just with the military. This is the factor in any religious yes. accommodation. Yes. doesn't matter legally what your church says. You're not guaranteed of accommodation just because your church says it. You have to show evidence that this is your personal moral conviction. And as the U.S. Constitution stands, while in practice it may fall down in the courts, it's your personal conviction that's on it. This is the response sometimes for an employer when when there's a problem. Well, can't your church give you a dispensation or a pass or something? (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. (laughs) It doesn't derive from the church. They, They may be part of a body of people in the church that believe similarly, but the proof is whether that person is under conviction. According to what he said, if you have these convictions, the military may not be the best place for you to decide to go. This usually are people who are already in the military and have a change of heart. There's several cases where, yeah, once they were in, someone had usually a religious conversion to some uh, mindset, and then they're under conviction. But the ones I've seen, even then, it's it's much harder to convince the military than than, uh, civilian judges. Mm -hmm. And thankfully, the military does have uh, branches that a conscientious objector can say, I would like to go there. And on a case-by-case basis, they'll say, okay, we'll, we'll send you there. But they need to know this thing right up front. When you go into the recruiter's office, tell them right then and there, and they'll accommodate you in certain ways, or they'll just say, no, you're not a good mix for us. Yeah, I mean, it's much more dynamic and more risky for someone that yes. knowingly, well, you know, comes into the situation having principles, but... It's always a good thing on religious liberty to explain your position up front. I've heard some lawyers even tell people, 
during a job interview to hold back on it and wait till they actually have the job before saying anything. Now, that's a, a good legal tactic, <laughs> but probably not a good personal relation tactic, nor good for the individual to reinforce their own belief system. <laughs> they're almost showing that it, they're ashamed of it. Well, the life of Desmond Doss, he's now passed away. The life of Desmond Doss is still changing lives today and giving us uh, guidance as we move through life, especially in the religious liberty area. What little I've seen of this. If you're a moviegoer, this will be an inspiring uh, watch. All right, very good. Lincoln Steed, editor of Liberty Magazine. Lincoln, thank you so much for being with us today and sharing what's on your heart about Desmond Doss. And listener, until next time, this is Charles Mills, along with Lincoln Steed, editor of Liberty Magazine, inviting you to rest in the freedom of God's love. Goodbye, everyone. If you'd like more information about LifeQuest Liberty, call Three Angels Broadcasting Network at 618-627-4651 or email us through our website at 3abn.org. Join us again next week at this same time as we examine more of the threats and challenges facing your religious freedom. May God keep the flames of liberty burning in your heart today. Today.